Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Hebrews 1, God's final word in his son. God, after he spoke long ago to the fathers and the prophets in many portions and in many ways, in these last days has spoken to us in his son, whom he appointed heir of all things, through whom also he made the world. And he is the radiance of his glory and the exact representation of his nature and upholds all things by the word of his power. When he had made purification of sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become as much better than the angels as he has inherited a more excellent name than they. For to which of the angels did he ever say, You are my son, today I have begotten you. And again, I will be a father to him, and he shall be a son to me. And when he again brings the firstborn into the world, he says, And let all the angels of God worship him. And of the angels, he says, Who makes his angels winds and his ministers a flame of fire? But of the Son, he says, your throne, O God, is forever and ever, and the righteous scepter is the scepter of his kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated lawlessness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness above your companions. And you, Lord, in the beginning laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the works of your hands. They will perish, but you remain." And they all will become old like a garment, and like a mantle, you will roll them up. Like a garment, they will also be changed. But you are the same, and your eyes will not come to an end. But to which of the angels has he ever said, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet? 
Are they not all ministering spirits sent out to render service for the sake of those who will inherit salvation? Here in this scripture, one of the um, biggest, I guess, misunderstood or just not talked about subjects is really uh, kind of seen here. <clears throat> you know, what part of the, the fall, we always talk about the fall of Satan. And when he took the third of the angels and uh, the fallen angels and demons and took them with him, when they took on God and lost... And then were completely banished, <clears throat> sent down here uh, into earth and hell. But he was given that dominion over this really by Adam. But the one of the biggest things that's kind of missed is the fact that uh, we, we talk about the jealousy that Satan had where he envied God and his position and his power. And he felt like he could. His pride was so, such a problem for him that he felt like he was God. He belonged in that position. He belonged in that um, to have that power. But, I mean, we know what happened there. But that's not all of it. It also is with creation, God created man in his own image. He did not create the angels in his own image. He created man in his own image, and then he also created man to be companion for him. So the angels, are, you know, the ones who, I mean, the fallen angels, are sitting there feeling, again, envious, but not just of God, but envious of of God's creation because God's creation in man was held at a higher position than they were. So God looked at man as uh, the, having the authority and the position right under God with full dominion over all the angels and of course all the earth. So all, in, in, in fact, in the, the book of Peter, it talks about all, all dominion, all power, all authority, all of the resources of heaven have all been given to man through Jesus Christ. So as a follower of Christ and what he did as God's describing his son here, of course, and in his power and position and dominion, he's he's describing that in Hebrews, but it's also setting up this, this hierarchy. Jesus is God. There's three in one, and that's very difficult for us to really fathom and comprehend, but we are made in his image, in the likeness of them, we are made, and that's singular and plural. In, in the story of creation, it talks about both, singularly and plural, the plurality of the image that we're made in. And you see that we are made three in one, just as God exists three in one. We are body, soul, and spirit. In fact, God sees us as spirit, soul and body and when we begin to live 
spirit first and then soul and then body we're following God, uh, the direction that Jesus gave us. He said, now that you've been born again as a spiritual being, you should live as a spiritual being. You should behave as a spiritual being. So once we have um, accepted this beautiful gift that, that God gave us through Jesus Christ, and once we are a follower of Jesus Christ and a disciple of Jesus Christ, we're now not supposed to live body first. We're supposed to live spirit first. But, uh, getting back to this point, we're made three in one. We're made three in one just as he is. The angels are not. The angels, the fallen angels, demons, and Satan, who is the most cunning of all the fallen angels and demons, they, there's a jealousy. They're jealous of, of God's creation and man. And so, it's not just that the enemy is wanting to take on God's dominion, God's creation, God's kingdom, and God's sovereignty, they're also wanting to take on and destroy and twist and pervert man. They do it, one, to get at God, and two, because they're jealous. So just know this. When Jesus died on the cross, and when Jesus rose from the dead, he went to hell to get the keys back from Satan. And then he went to heaven. And he went before the Father. And he laid his body upon the altar. So that he could be the sacrifice. Then he returned to earth. And when he returned, and that's when he met again with his disciples, he said... I've done this so that you can do what I've done. I've made this sacrifice so that you can have a relationship with God directly, but also so that you can heal in my name. You can cast out demons in my name. You can perform miracles in my name. Basically, he said, I went to take back the dominion that Adam gave to Satan. I took it back and now it's done. It's finished. It's complete. He can't have it back again. But I gift it to you. So you shouldn't have to worry about the enemy. Now I understand there is, yes, awareness and all of that with the enemy. But when it comes down to a spiritual battle... What better confidence to have other than it's done, we've won. That doesn't mean that the enemy does not still try. The enemy tries to distract, the enemy tries to twist, the enemy tries to pervert, the enemy tries to take and destroy anyone they can. He comes to kill, steal, and destroy, period. So it's not that the enemy has stopped his activity, but once you realize what God has truly gifted you with, you have full dominion. You can turn and say, no, not today. In fact, not tomorrow. In Jesus' name, you, can, you have authority over the fallen angels and demons. And you can send them to the judgment seat 
you can send them away and cast them. Any attack that they have will not prosper unless you choose to let it. So, Father, thank you for this uh, dominion. Thank you for this beautiful gift of salvation and dominion. And the fact that we do have full authority as you have given to us. Father, let us be good stewards of that authority. And let us use this authority for your kingdom's sake. That your kingdom would come. That your kingdom would be here. And that more people would come to know you. And to be saved from this spiritual battle. As we know, the enemy is trying to destroy anyone that they can. Father, I just pray that we can save everyone that we possibly can. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that uh, that blesses you, either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family, uh, some time around God's Word, and uh, of course, that is great. I love that, and I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org. And um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.